our voices are being picked up by microphones and converted into a digital signal through a program. It's a podcast. It's pretty fucking crazy the amount of technology that's commonplace. And then you see people like really struggling with cell phones. <laughs> we can do just about anything. Or yeah. we can record anything video or audio wise. Um, with the magic of 3D printers, we can basically make anything we can fucking imagine. Uh, the only thing that's like left is the final frontier of... 3D printers love. that print food. Oh, love. Oh, yeah, yeah printing love, yeah. Oh, I was going to say printing food, like being able to be oh. like like food computer, make me pizza, like Oh, yeah, that'd be that I mean, one might say that that is love as, as well. Yes. I was going to make like a weird like You want to fuck a pizza? I get it. Yeah, I was going to make like a a weird like Japan's already on it joke they have 3d food printers in japan or 3d love printers 3d love printers oh okay all right welcome back to the podcast everyone this is good morning toy world your source for semi-premium semi-creamulum adult related toy content i'm your host with the most your ghost with the most your one your only pepperoni and joining me as always via satellite the dad the father of uh transformers tony Hi. do you want to say hello to the people papa hello everybody and especially hello to my my children who are robots apparently yeah like a new thing we're trying is this a, is a, is like a bit well no you've always been the daddy of diaclone i just was calling you yeah. like, the father today Maybe like a grandpa, the grandpa. Transformers. The, the pep pep. Oh wait, that's me. That's you. I can't be yeah. you. We it's... we get confused a lot already. Yeah, as true. each other, sort of, mm-hmm. or at least related. Yeah, people think we're brothers. Uh, people think we're lovers. People think we're all kinds of things. So. Yeah. Wait, you have a brother. I do. He doesn't look anything like me, though, right? He looks nothing like either of us. I'm That's pretty wild. Well, no, I don't think I'm adopted. I think he's adopted. He's the adopted because, one, yeah. <clears throat> like, my grandpa was, like, a blob of a Polish farmer. That's not true. We're not Polish. He was a blob of a Ukrainian <laughs> so farmer. So you were <laughs> you were adopted. <laughs> um, no, he's, he was, like, a Ukrainian farm man who, like, mm-hmm. he looked like a sack of, rus- of russets. I can't talk. Oh he looked like God. a fat Bob Saget. Um, no. Oh, cool. That's <laughs> kind of fun. <laughs> my grandpa was, like, a big, bilious man. And my brother is, like, a fucking rail. He is, like, the thinnest man who's ever lived. That's and not what like, I imagined at all. Way taller than I am. He, I don't think he can what? grow a beard. How is that possible? Yeah, that I don't think he can grow a beard. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm not adopted, but he might be. Or maybe we're both adopted. Who knows? Maybe. I'm I'm reverse your brother. Because I'm, I'm short. And I'm you can chubby, grow a beard. And beard town. I am yeah, beard. beard town. Yeah, it's... yeah. I don't think I've ever seen my bro with facial hair. Maybe he had a shitty mustache at one point. Ooh, that's rough. No shade, bro, if you're listening, but I think I'm You gotta go through it at least once, I think. Hair. 
Uh, yeah. I Yeah, that's... That's my big bro. <laughs> cool, that's rad. But he's like, he's a he big a big tabletop game guy, so... Yeah, yeah, he's he loves tabletop games. Uh, he's written a couple, um, a couple like tabletop RPG indie books. He's big into that like indie scene where um, people make their own games that aren't Dungeons and Dragons. So mm, he's, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a cool That's dude. That's really cool. He loves three D oh, yeah. printing too. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I'll is that, that is that our segue into talking about three D printing? Uh, sure, yeah, you wanna, what, what, yeah, you dropped two different hints to start this ball rolling, to talk about 3D printing, so let's deflect and talk about something else. Do you know what, nah, um. <laughs> no, actually, I was looking at the time, and I'm like, five minutes in, and we're talking about, like, actual stuff, like, maybe we should talk about some more dumb bullshit for a while. Yeah, do you ever poop talk? yourself as an adult? Uh... <laughs> I don't know if I ever Is have. Is that a thing we've asked already? I can't remember. I don't know if I ever had. Uh, no, yeah, I think this has come up because I remember <laughs> telling the story about... Of when you pooped yourself as an adult. And you're like, nah, that's never happened. Well, it didn't count was what happened because... Oh, I, does, I was, didn't count. I was standing up peeing and I had a shart and then I did a reverse technique and just sat down and took a dump. Oh, okay. I mean... Bold play, you, could, you almost poop shotgunned and almost ruined the back of your seat, the top of the seat. Wait. Could, I don't understand like the mechanics. I'm grossed out now, too. That how is about, how about gross. you? Shit, I don't like this your pants lately? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I've been, been alright, been good. Um, eaten, I, well, no, I don't want to say I've eaten better, but like... You know, less worrisome, I guess. Wait, you've been eating better? No. But yeah. But no. That's good. Yeah. Like, try, trying trying to. Yeah. Eating stuff's oh. hard because the delicious stuff kills you. I did fuck up, though, and forgot to bring my, um, my lunch with me to work. Oh, yeah. And I, I stopped at the old Sush town by work. Okay. And I was like, I was I was talking to Junior about um, about when I was in Japan and how I had a katsudon. I'm like, man, I haven't had a cat. So I had like katsudon kind of in back of my head all day. I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? I wonder if this sushi place makes it. And they're like, Donburi katsu. And I'm like, so I asked them, like, yeah, so it's like katsudon. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll get that. My first mistake was when I said no onions please and they were like oh there's no onions in it okay so it was just when i got it <laughs> it was just uh a, a fairly big pork cutlet i'll give them that it was a nice big right. katsued pork that was all right but it was just on like dry ass plain ass white rice oh yeah that's a big letdown. That was... It was. I, I mean, let... and they, they had the katsu sauce, like, in a side bucket. Right. But it was, like... It was, like, the appetizer katsu sauce. Like, what you dip it in. Not the, like... Mm. Not, like, a tonkatsu, you know? So. Mm. Or a katsu don, I mean. 
As... I had mediocre ramen the other day that was super oh, underwhelming. How was... Oh, underwhelming. Got it. Okay, yeah. that's... Uh... No, I sent you a photo of it, and you're like, that looks amazing. And I'm like, it's painfully average. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, like, you the way you describe ramen from Victoria sounds like... Like, you'd rather get a sh- screwdriver in the pee hole than eat yeah, any there's... of the ramen there. No, like, the ramen here's fine. And there's some okay spots, but, like, none of them are as good as other places. Like, I don't have a favorite ramen shop in town. You know? That's that's rough. Like, I don't... Like, if someone was like, let's get ramen, I would be hard-pressed to figure out where we're going because none of, none of the options are, like, amazing. Like... Yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but shout out to Mad Chill Mitch, the place he used to work at in L.A., um... There's a great ramen place there that was amazing, mm. and, like, every place I've been to in Vancouver has been amazing. Yeah, we're, we're, we've got the opposite problem, where it's like, oh, where am I going to take you, because it's all so, so good, good, and they're all so specialized, that where, where can I go? <laughs> that being said, the ramen that I did have, broth-wise, was really good. Um, okay. And it was probably on par with just, like, your, like, shit-tier businessman ramen in japan where it's like it's satisfactory but it's not like the best yeah that's pretty authentic that's good (laughs) i guess so i almost choked on my sugar-free rock star oh nice oh you're but you're so sort of back on that wagon eh (laughs) yeah um it's my weekend baby i want to i want to fly you want to party yeah nice nice party in Um, in a rock star kind of way Hell yeah. Man, I feel like I, I fucked up when I was in Japan. Because, like, the ramen I got from there was, like, not that great. Right. Like, it was kind of, I think I went to one of those, like, dirty businessmen, like, did you order here's from your a ramen robot? shop before you go to the Love Hotel type of did places. You, did you order from a robot where it, like, prints you out the ticket and you just go sit down anonymously? Yeah, that was one yeah. of the ones. Yeah. To be fair, when I was in Japan, I... There was one place that was amazing, and I won't rehash that story because I've told it here before. Um, yeah. But there was one place that was amazing, but all of the other ramen I had was pr- like that tier ramen. I didn't oh, gotcha. eat enough ramen when I was in Japan. That's like one of my, uh, one of the things about my trip that I not regret, but I look back on. And I'm like, I should have had more ramen. Yeah. No, I, I feel that as well. I. Did have a vending machine katsudon, though, or, like, robot katsudon, and that was... <laughs> was it better than the stuff you had at the... Uh, I think it was the best katsudon I've ever had, because it's what I still remember when I think of katsudon. So, what is the perfect katsudon? Because... So, like, you got your rice base. Right, a bowl But of rice. you have, like, all the tasty shit on top that, like, seeps down into it. Right. So by the end of it, but then like, okay, so you get your rice base. Right. And then there are those like glass noodles, like the thin, yep. kind of chewy, clear noodles. That right. I feel like is where the sauce Resides. lives normally. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not a big onion guy unless they're like sauteed to the point where like you don't get the like, the firm crunch anymore. I don't like right. that. It's a weird right. texture thing. I get it. Maybe I'm undiagnosed with something. 
Um, so fuck the onions. Don't of want that of all unless the food they're caramelized. preferences to have though, a disdain for uncooked onions isn't that obtuse. Like I'm so glad for that. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's um, fine. But the yeah, so like either caramelize my onions get the fuck out of there. No, maybe I'm getting better with them because I like them when they're on Japanese. Okay, I'm getting a Japanese. <laughs> they do their onions, not it's super not the ca- onion okay. thing that's undiagnosed. It's the everything else. It's the everything else. Yeah. Uh, anyway, maybe I should try it with onions again. So that action, and then you put your motherfucking katsu on top, and then you do the thing with the egg over it. Mm, yeah. Where like when it's still oily and hot, that's when like. They toss the egg scramble on top. Not a fried egg. Right. Yeah, they scramble up the egg, they throw it on there, and they let everything cook, and it's tasty, and it's good. It's simple. It's amazing. Do it right, Vancouver. <laughs> so in the future, when we have 3D printers that can print food, that's, yeah, the, first, I want... that's the first food STL you're going to download? Well, it makes sense. It was the first like Japanese vending machine food I had. Of course it should be the first STL I download. There's, um... Sorry, I just... I keep clicking my knife open. I should put this away. Um, there's a little... I don't know if it's a Vice documentary, but there's a little YouTube documentary about this old man who has... I believe it's a Japanese curry vending machine. Oh. And there's only one of this vending machine. And Homeboy, like, wakes up at, like five in the morning and makes like all of his curries and then walks Mm -hmm. them over to his vending machine and like stocks it and then the vending machine like lifts one heats it up in some sort of heating chamber and like drops it down for the customer and he makes i think he makes i forget how many he makes in a day it's something small he makes like 30 of them a day and they sell out every day and that's his whole like living is he just like makes curry for his own vending machine that's kind of rad. It's super cute, yeah. That's that's charming. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's some good like curry katsus here. I'll give I'll give us that. So three D printing our own foods, hey? Wouldn't oh it be wow! Cool that... To have a three D printer. <laughs> It'd be so. Oh man, we we've we've gone too far, haven't we? We've gone way too far. Okay, good. Um, so the people listening at home know that Tony has a 3D printer, but what they mm-hmm. don't know, cause I don't think we said it last week is Tony now has a second 3D printer. I think we, I thought we talked about it. I think we just hinted at it briefly. Okay. So there's, there's projects that we're slowly working on, sort of working on. Um, you might've seen a little bit of it in a picture I posted in the discord. Um, just sneakily off to the side. It wasn't even on purpose. It was afterwards. I was like, oh shit, that's in there. Alright, whatever. Um, so I yeah, got we got a second uh, resin printer. We've been kind of like ironing out the kinks with that. Uh, but then also, I converted a handful of Pokemon cards into a wash and cure station as well. Oh, that's how you paid for your wash and cure? Was selling a couple Charizards? Yeah, oh no, no, I'm not gonna. Well, oh no, I did sell a couple Charizards. You're right. Um, they're like really like low mid tier Charizards. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, that's. Uh... All all the like all the crazy Charizards are staying with me. They're getting buried with me. That's that's all I can say. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, so I jumped on that and it came in today and I did a couple test uh, test washes and cures because I had a bunch of guys that I was like, alright, I'll hand scrub these later. Holy fuck, that... Uh, for anyone that 3D prints and is on the fence about a wash and cure station, just get one. Just do it. It's... Well, yeah, if you think that, like... I mean, it's hard to gauge, like, what is and what isn't affordable for some. Like, there's no blanket answer. But, like, washing yeah. cure stations are far cheaper now than they used to be. And, mm -hmm. like, you can get, like, the top-end ones from, like, any cubic or Elegoo or whatever for, like, like 150 bucks, right? Yeah, the, the Elegoo Mercury was the one I ended up getting. And it was 150 right. I, I missed out on it being, like, one... 25 or something like that it was like oh, on was sale like a, a coupon yeah but then when my when my zard payment went through it was like oh fuck okay i just missed it but i'm like wow oh, it's only 25 dollar difference mm -hmm. it just means i won't get another bottle of resin or something so i i picked it up i'm the, okay the other thing i picked up too to go with it and I think this is kind of like an imperative thing that you should totally get as well mm. if you're gonna get a washing care station I also got a heat gun. Oh, it's yeah. not a very expensive heat gun. It was just like a, a $15 guy. It's cylindrical. You turn it on. It's hot. It blows air. Um, and that basically, like once you pull your bits out of the wash portion, yeah. you blast it with that. And it dries it within seconds. What, uh, and what, what liquid are you putting in your station 99 percent isopropyl alcohol oh okay uh which is actually surprisingly hard to find in vancouver well i think Just the heads up <laughs> yeah i think there is a bit of a shortage because of the global pandemic uh i, I think even before that was really hard we if you can get 55 percent and 70 percent pretty easy right the only place i haven't seen or the only place i've seen 99 percent is at Costco. Oh, okay. So, last time I was at Costco buying a fucking burlap sack of coffee, uh, they had it there, and I was like, oh, shit, okay, I'm jumping on it now. And this is before I was even thinking about getting a, a wash and cure. Yeah, it's uh, just so for you to drink it. Yeah, I mean, desperate times, right? Uh, so, I... it the, the four pack of that fills up the thing halfway, which is perfect. Uh, I might get a... A bottle of 70 or two another day. Just because, like, top it up. what's... Not to top it up. Um, to pre-wash. So what a lot of people are kind of suggesting doing is when your prints are done and they're done drip drying, you you blast it again with the, with the heat brush just to, like, get some of the, the extra resin off. And then you give it a quick swish... In the 70 to get a, the good chunk of globules of resin off. Mm -hmm. So then that way it kind of prolongs the having to switch out your uh, your 99%. Right, right. So I'm thinking about doing something like that. Um, but yeah, it was nice. It was great. That was like the cleanest uh, minis that I've gotten so far. And well, I didn't and even have to nice pick up an old And it must be nice too not to be like 
uh, not to be like hunched over a sink with a toothbrush, just like fucking around, right? Uh, yeah, and that's the other thing too. Like that doesn't clean as well as I thought it was. Like right, there was right. one one mini. It was a bigger one that I just popped into the cure station, and I did like like probably about ten minutes total. I'm like, it's still tacky. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, so I blasted that in the in the the water the 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 alcohol again as well and i'm like oh my god this is Mm -hmm. great like three minutes in that just cleared it right up so yeah i um i purchased um denatured alcohol or mineral spirits rather okay yeah um oh okay so not only does tony now have two printers (laughs) and a washing cure station uh a friend of mine who's a camp cook he runs a kitchen at a gold mine which is a weird thing to do but um cool yeah he works at the place that harvests the earth's core good (laughs) turns it into (laughs) gold coins um anyways so he he goes out to work at camp for like two to three weeks at a time and he was like hey want to borrow all my 3d printer shit and i was like hey fuck yeah buddy um so shout out shout out to my sweet friend albert um yeah uh he lent me his any cubic uh photon mono Um, oh oh a mono yeah so it's it's a any cubic 2k printer um that has the mono screen. So if you're a 3D printer person, you know that just mono screens are faster than LCD screens, I think is just yeah. what it ends up being. Faster um, and a longer uh, life as well. Nice. Uh, and then he also lent me his AnyCubic washing station. I don't know what they're called, but it's a sense. washing gear station. Um, I think this so is I spent that, yeah. today setting that stuff up. I haven't done any printing yet, but it is now in the toy room next to the airbrush spray booth that's gonna suck all the stank out and uh and i'll pass the mic back to you so what what 3d printing project are you working on right now what are you what are you making for yourself um so i'm gonna try some uh warhammer proxies fuck yeah dude because i don't think i'll ever play in a, a a store or anything like that yeah, um, and and like with the with the sort of like content creator apocalypse that happened with Games Workshop, that mm-hmm. people, I I think the dust is kind of settled on it. But like, I don't know, make your own shit, enjoy your own shit, and yeah, um, fuck what Games Workshop thinks of your minis, because at the end of the day, you're they're your minis, you know. Yeah, well, that's the other thing as well. Like I when I was a like a kid, like a like a single digits to like early double digits ass kid. Mm-hmm. I remember going to the GW at Metro Town, and always getting the like the free catalog book. Yeah, and just being like, oh, I love this, and it was always kind of like a thing that I always wanted to do, but like never really fully went into it. Mm-hmm. Um, other than, like, I had, I had, like, an old hammer Nid army that I got used. Right. So it was, like, half painted, half janky, but, like, this is kind of, like, I think they were, like, coming out in the 80s, was it? 80s or, like, 90s for old hammer? Yeah, I think old hammer stops at about, like, the year 2000. Okay, yeah, so this was, like... Yeah, they were phasing that sort of stuff out. Right. They're yeah. going to, like, the plastic kits. 
Uh, I used to, <laughs> as someone that never bought Warhammer stuff, my friends and I used to go to these Warhammer conventions. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think I talked about them. They used to just be at, like, one of the universities. Um, and I remember playing a bunch of the smaller games there. Like, uh, one was called Mad Grox, which was, like, you build a racer. And you do a, a, a figure eight. And you crash into people. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was cool. And there was another one called Ascension to Power. Which you build a character. And you essentially arena fight to get to, like... The, the either the last man standing or like the top of this tower um and i thought those were cool but uh it turns out there's a company called one page rules mm -hmm. and they essentially have those rules right. and they like those exact games um and it's like you print it out on either two pieces of paper or one double-sided piece of paper those are your rules there you go um, most of the things kind of run the same way, so if I were to get this, like, I'm probably gonna only, like, maybe learn, like, the basic-ass Warhammer rules, but I might use the minis to do, like, quick one-page rule games. That's fine. Because, uh, kind of like with Turnip, one-page rule is, like, your army is proxies. You can use whatever the hell you want. Here are the rules. But if you guys want, here's our STLs. We have a Patreon, so you can get, like, these welcome bundles or buy everything off of my mini factory. Like, it's it's kind of cool. They have, like, they have that type of system. And I feel like that's a bit more, like, my pace and my speed. Right, Because, right. like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so there is a bit of, like, fulfillment of, like, yeah, it'd be kind of cool to have a couple, like, legit Warhammer guys. But like proxying out some of the major ones, I think that's kind of what I'm gonna gonna do. That's cool. Um, from someone who built a fuckload of Imperial Guard at the beginning of the pandemic and never played a game yeah. of Warhammer with it, Warhammer with <laughs> it. Um, the proxies are pretty cool, and like people do make amazing stuff. And mm -hmm. like, I don't know, it would be kind of fun just for my own enjoyment, like. If anybody out there is doing STL files that are, like, old hammer style or, like, heaven forbid, accidentally stealing some intellectual property of, of old Warhammer <laughs> models that aren't produced anymore. And the argument could be made that it's doing a service to the community because you can still get these models because Games Workshop won't sell them to you. Like, if anyone was doing something like that, it might be kind of fun to print out, like, some old Skaven and, like, weird shit like that. Yeah. And just, like, time travel a bit and, like, paint up some old models and have some fun with them. So... Yeah. There seems to be a lot of, like, Skaven love as well recently. Skaven slaps. That was, like... And and Mordheim slaps. Mordheim is, like... Well, like the vampires, right? Mordheim was... It's actually a big influence on Turnip 28. Um, oh. But uh, Mordheim was a game where it was a squad-based combat game. Ooh, one of my mm -hmm. apps made a boop sound. I think it was Discord. Um oh. It was a squad-based combat game that had RPG elements, and you would oh. build, build a squad of adventurers that go into the city of Mordheim to loot, and you're looking for Warpstone. So the city of Mordheim was destroyed by a meteor of Warpstone, and there's all this Warpstone throughout the city, and it's corrupting everyone's minds and driving them crazy, and their thirst mm -hmm. to like collect this Warpstone. And you kind of have campaign progressions with it where like if someone gets severely wounded in combat 
like that wound could if it's not dealt with like carry over into your next fight where they're still like fucked up or like if they die like they legit die and you have to hire new like either mercenaries or like get new recruits to like replace your team members um and it had a lot of verticality because they were trying to do like a necromunda like line of sight buildings thing and so the mordheim box set came with these fucking amazing oh my god if someone's made 3d printable corner pieces (laughs) looks like daddy might play some mordheim but they had these like it was basically a brick corner piece and in it was a slot for cardboard to fit in so games workshop gave you a sprue with all of these brick corner pieces and all of these amazing super thick awesome art cardboard pop-outs where you'd break out all the floors and walls and build a little mordheim terrain thing to battle in and then there was little cardboard wooden ramps that you would lay across gaps so there were all these destroyed buildings so it was basically skaven versus humans and then they kept introducing new uh new clans or cults i forget Mm -hmm. what they called them but new groups and one was like the carnival of chaos and it was like chaos monsters but like clown themed and they fucking ruled Um, oh that's cool that's very logan as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah all all of that shit is pretty great and i've actually noticed going through a bit of like you know our our miniature fascination and our digital file fascination thing i've noticed Mm -hmm. quite a few people making stls that are like proxies for like mordheim where it's like here is clown scary carnival figures (laughs) yeah there's a lot of people a lot of people are kind of like doing stuff like that too and yeah it's being like hey here's like old hammer designs but like modern sizes Mm -hmm. because i think that was the main thing is like the sizes were changed up quite a bit yeah Yeah. proportions for old hammer are very weird where it's like i know the heroic scale like the human head is roughly the size of the human hand for heroic scale so like yeah that's kind of the trade-off and that was way more extreme in the old hammer days where it's like people's hands were just these balloons and like (laughs) they're built like those fucking rescue hero toys yeah yeah (laughs) totally yeah. Huh, cool. Oh, I, I might also pick up the the Warhammer 40k, like, starter box as well. Just the Elite <laughs> version. Just the, Again, I'm, I'm probably going to trade two Pokemon cards to get it. Um, but, <laughs> like, uh, shout what, out. What teams are in it? Uh, Necrons and Primaris. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, and fuck painting Space Marines blue. Uh, I might make most of my guys look like they're, um, the T-51 power armors from, uh, from Fallout. Uh, yeah, just, like, metal them up. <laughs> metal with, like, some olive drab might be kind of cool. Yeah. I ended up, uh, when I went to Strong, or, um, Imperial to pick up the, the paint for you, mm-hmm. um, I looked at those Spellcrow bits and there were some pri- there's a uh, sprue of primaris heads but they looked a lot like um the T60 power armor heads Very and cool. i'm like and i think that might have been what got the ball rolling <laughs> so i grabbed those as a like that'd be cool and then also a, a sprue of the i think they're supposed to be like death corps of krieg heads right. like the gas mask type of guys i'm like mm. okay these are fun. I'll probably fuck around with these at some point too, um, but yeah, I think uh, I think that might be kind of fun. 
But the new, the, so yeah, the Stronghold, which is just down from me, uh, they've got like a, a few of those elite starter kits. Um, and they're like on sale. They're like 35% off. So it comes to like. Oh, is it like the old rule book comes with it or something? Uh, no, it's like a newer. Apparently these came out like, I think earlier this year. I think they're okay. ninth edition. Uh, but they're push fit. So they're like. No glue required, but you also don't get extra bits. Oh, okay. Um, which is kind of lame, but it's like, you're mostly getting it for, like, the Necron Warriors, the, like, Commander Dude, mm -hmm. the Swarms, and then I think you get, like, five Primaris Mans. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they're just the Grunts. They're, like, slightly beefier. Uh, three of the Speeder Bikes, and, um one like captain cool so i'm probably also gonna get the one of the walker suits as well Fuck not yeah. not the dreadnought but the invictus i think mm -hmm. it's like just a regular ass mech suit and i'm like i kind of like that so yeah be fun Fuck yeah, yeah man. Uh... yeah you know whatever we'll see <laughs> uh, i do have a couple friends that like i used to do those those things with um, and I, I messaged him as well. I'm like, hey, man, I'm kind of thinking about this. He's like, oh, that's wild. I was kind of thinking about Warhammer stuff not too long ago, too. So I'm like, all right, when you're, when you're back from, uh, surveying the geography in Ontario, might have him over to do a quick little sesh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, so. I, I picked up some McFarlane 40k figures. Is this a good segue oh, out yeah. of printing? It yeah, let's do it. This is a nice, clean segue. So I like uh, it. Yeah. First off, shout out to Uncle Jason for hooking me up with those 40k figures and kickstarting this whole me getting into yeah. the line because like I held off on it for a very long time and then I broke down and got the gray guys and then I don't know what happened. Something came over me and I ended up <laughs> getting the I think they're calling it the gold label, the McFarland gold label. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's the Blood Angels oh. champion captain lieutenant guy. <laughs> so oh shit, I didn't know you got him. He he, a Blood Angel with like a golden helm with a laurel on it, and like a badass shoulder pad with more laurels on it, and a sword <laughs> that lacks laurels, but I like saying the word laurel. Uh, you should probably print off some laurels for the sword. I probably should. He's Sorrels. he's a fucking badass with a badass sword. I guess my only complaint is, like, he has a cup with some sort of laurel on it, and said, like, <laughs> said cup is supposed to, like, clip onto the top of his backpack, and it just okay. barely pegs onto this nub, so if you look at it, it will fall off. Oh, fuck. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, I'm fucking super into that, and then... I was like, oh shit, I wish I had the Hellblaster who was in red, because I got the gray Hellblaster, because mm -hmm. um, it was the only one I could find, because the red one was nowhere to be seen, and then I was looking on Amazon, and it had the Hellblaster, so I picked up the red Hellblaster. And yeah, that's the one I remember, you, you sent me a picture of that, So I purchased. And I was like, fuck yeah, I dude, purchased three of them, uh, they're not all for me, uh, one is for B, and one is for another friend, but... So the one friend picked me up the the captain. So I was like, oh, okay. I can pay you back. Or do you want this Hell Knight I'm about to order? And he's like, I want a Hell Knight. Or sorry, nice. a Hellblazer. So I ordered him one. So I basically traded one of the Hellblazers for the captain. <laughs> and then I traded the other Hellblazer for a second Primaris Marine. 
Um, oh, nice. With the, the, the blue, uh, whatchamacallit, the ultramarine color uh, with the red helm. And then okay. I'm going to do a helmet swap. So I'll have one mm. red helmeted captain and then one blue helmeted normal dude. And then my hell blaster is going to have a red helmet. And I don't know. It's it's spiraling, dude. I have, I have one, two, three, four, five of these fucking marines now. And it's still cheaper than buying just a regular box of Primaris. It's still cheaper than a regular <laughs> box of Primaris. Pretty much, eh? Yeah, that's the other thing I'm not really super into. It's like, why is everything more money than God? Right. And, like, with with Warhammer, it's like, they can't back down from that. Like, if, if, yeah. if they released a new model set, and you got ten Primaris Marines, and it was only $20, like, people would be happy, but people would also be pissed. Because they're like, well, why mm. were you fucking us in the ass for the last 20 years? Um, yeah and it's it's interesting too because for the longest time games workshop was able to like uphold the lie that they're like well the reason our models are so expensive is because pardon me because we love money new technology and paying our 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 sculptors and and putting the money into the projects to make these amazing models and then like Mm -hmm. the truth comes out that the guys who get paid to write the rules like make like less than like the poverty line and like all of this shit comes out and people are like oh so you were just lying that whole time and like when you see other miniature companies like perry miniatures like Mm -hmm. actually selling their models for a buck a model it's like granted it's a smaller scale and a smaller team but it's like you like you can't really uphold that live much longer and now that people are able to print their own shit it's like people love your games but they also love the freedom that comes with modeling it's like games or mm-hmm. games workshop and warhammer and all of these miniature games were built around people hacking your models to bits to make the models they wanted like that was what was yeah. so like charming and enchanting about like the plastic space marine kits when i was a kid was like holy shit i can twist this arm in any way that i want and if i cut it at the wrist i can swivel the hand and like all of these things that we were doing to their models and like now with the freedom to print it's like you can do whatever the fuck you want the cat's out of yeah the exactly uh that was a rant sorry um no no that's <laughs> fair i mean it sounds sounds like a lot of people are feeling that way too and like understandably so right uh just yeah just love the shit you love and 3d print your way into the future my guys uh Hell yeah but i do fucking love this mcfarland toy line um the fact that they're 30 bucks like and they're they weigh a fucking ton. Like this Space Marine weighs as much as like seven Marvel Legends. Um, oh shit! <laughs> they're they're beefy. They're big. They're fun. Uh, I I went into full detail on these uh, these guys when when I got them in the mail. But yeah, it's I guess I'm building a fucking Blood Angels chapter of McFarland Marines at this point. I mean, the Blood Angels are fucking yeah, slap dope. them on the table, see what happens. <laughs> Playing a game of Warhammer with the big models. <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be insane. Excuse me. Like I'd lo- like I'd love it a little bit, but like that would be that'd be gross. So <laughs> for those listening who don't know much about the Blood Angels, I'm going to give a little bit of a lore lesson here. Um Yeah, yeah, jump on it. So nobody's really the good guy in all of the 40k world. Like everybody's kind of <laughs> the worst. So like for example, the God Emperor of Man, 
he is basically like this rotting husk of a corpse that's like melted into his fucking throne and he can't even like move or function or do anything and his life support is the fact that like a million imperial guardsmen like basic foot mm-hmm. soldiers in like his army die every day and their deaths sustain his like life force so everyone's a piece (laughs) of shit nobody's the good guys but the blood angels chapter it is a secret and no one outside of the blood angels knows this but the blood angels are air quotes the good guys but they drink the blood of their enemies okay and so they're basically like the vampire space space marine chapter but it's a big hush hush secret because drinking blood is definitely heresy and like against the rules um mm-hmm. but that's kind of dope <laughs> like that's that's kind of fun yeah yeah i like it yeah the blood angels <laughs> fucking rock um and that's the end of this chapter <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how to segue we had so many wonderful segues and now i don't know how to do it no no it's all good it's kind of funny because they're like hey this is a secret thing we do and it's, like, in their name. Yeah. It's the first word of their name. Like, I'm sure I'm sure in the lore and the canon of, like, the world, it's probably come out and it's now known that they do that. But at the point of the Horus Heresy, which is where everybody sort of starts their lore journey with Warhammer. Um, right. In the beginnings, it's like, hush, hush, nobody knows that that's a thing. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. I I like lore. <laughs> Tee. No, no. Yeah, well, why why else would you get into something if it wasn't for that? The cool story. You got to have something to hook you in. Like, like an aesthetic is cool, but you kind of need to know why the aesthetic exists. Mm-hmm. Why are there so many laurels? So, I don't know. They drink blood. Why are there so many laurels? It's because God Emperor has a boner for Rome. I guess it's true. That's what he's basically Caesar from. New Vegas. He's basically Caesar from real life. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a oh minute. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, did Besides uh, 3D printery fun stuff, did you pick up any toys this week? Uh, I did, actually. Um, the core class Soundwave. Oh. Um, buddy Adam found one for me like three weeks ago. <laughs> And you finally picked two, it up. Two or three weeks ago. Yeah, and like, I don't know, like passing ships in the night, like shit just never lined up mm-hmm. where you can meet up. So uh, I was getting one of my tattoos finished up on Sunday. He had a dentist appointment in the same area around the same time. So I was like, eh? So that worked out great. Um, he's fun, but no, it was an unexpected figure that I ended up just fucking loving what's that and i hate to say it maybe even a bit more than this sound wave mm. i kind of really love the core like mini megatron from kingdom yeah yeah he's good he's nice he's fun is it like the, is he in scale with my t- with your my star tiny scrack, little star scrack yeah yeah he, he fits in with that scale that's cool because i fucking love this little star scream yeah, I, you know what, I, I've been kind of, I, I have a few Legends guys, I was going through some third party Legends guys for a bit, mm-hmm. um, and 
getting that Megatron and Soundwave kind of reignited it a little bit. Oh, yeah. So I might have a G2 Devastator coming from AliExpress. <laughs> did I... Really cheap, though. Like, concerningly cheap. Did, it's like a KO of the DX9 one. Did I kind of uh, remind you that that's a thing when I was going ape about waging oversized Transformers like a week ago? Where I'm like, I'm hooked. I can't stop looking. No, completely different. Oh, it happened before that? On honestly no no no. like i forgot about you going nuts over the oh, I, see. Ago. <laughs> I you know you know how we do we hyperfixate on things that's, that's, that's what toy collecting is i'm looking at my desk full of turnip 28 minis that i haven't finished like yeah the things we hyperfixate on and then forget about I, for a month at a time yeah that's what makes it fun mm -hmm. um yeah i gotta really prime my turnip guys i finally finished my Okay, I'm getting distracted again. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, so Core Megatron from Kingdom. Holy shit, pick him up if you can. If you haven't already, he's really fun. Uh, he's a little fiddly, though. Like, he's got some loose hips and knees. Uh, but that can be fixed pretty easily. The sound wave is also fun. He's a bit of a harder figure to find. So hopefully they kind of do a wave of just him. If you don't have a good leader or uh legends class sound wave he is great fuck yeah um but i do have one that's that scale it's a little bit better so i feel a little bit spoiled i just i never had a legends uh megatron so i think that's kind of what did it as well is it's like this guy's fucking great and hell yeah it's good stuff uh so yeah the that's cool it's gonna be fun so i ordered that guy uh from aliexpress like i said it's a ko of the dx9 hulky i believe he's called um but yeah i just love me some g2 so uh i needed i needed that colorway uh and then there was another company called mech fans toys i have a few of their guys the they did a beige hound, okay, which is an homage, or I guess it's their version of a character called Detritus, which is a Japanese exclusive character, and it was one of the figures that I was like, oh, I should jump on this, and it would always sell out for the longest time. For some reason, it was up, and it was on sale, so I'm like, all right, throw it in. Let's do it. So, uh, mid-October, those should be coming, which would be fun. Uh, and then also, one other thing as well... Uh, Ian was able to find me this, which is the Batman classic TV series Batmobile by McFarlane Toys. Aww, that's cute. Yeah, he's, oh my god, it's, it's great. Is and like, like a five point articulation size figure kind of thing? No, uh, Mc, like a, the full ass McFarlane toy. Oh, so they're doing Batman, Robin, and Joker in McFarlane in this, scale, at like seven in McFarlane inch? scale. Yeah, I think so. Um, I haven't had one in hand yet, but like they apparently do fit into the car. Okay. Um, they might be a little bit smaller because the price points are really good. I think this is only like thirty thirty nine normally. Okay. So probably like thirty dollars USD. Uh, they also make a bat cave that's like 50 bucks, and that's fucking huge. Um, and I think the, just the regular size, like, just the Batman and Robin are like 29 Canadian. So, like, 
20 bucks American. I'm trying to find them and I don't see them, but I'm just looking on Amazon, so it's not... Uh, that's that's fair. Uh, it's great. It's a good size. It's a good representation. Um, there's no gimmicks, which I'm totally okay with. Yeah, fuck gimmicks. Because... Yeah, I, just, I don't have the time to give a shit about gimmicks anymore. I just want, like, a nice-looking Batmobile to put with my two Schumacher ones and my Burton Batmobile. And it, like, fits kind of perfectly with those scales, too. So, even if, uh, even if I do miss out on the, the Batman and Robin, which I don't think I will, um, I'm happy that I have, like, one of my favorite Batmobiles. That's really rad. So, yeah, thanks again, Ian. I really appreciate that. Um, I, sorry, I got briefly distracted because I just got an email and it is, that's okay. it is Hobby Link Japan hitting me back about my DHL situation. So, oh maybe, yeah. Okay. I'll give a little update on that, that and that. then we'll do uh wow and questions. Yeah, let's do it okay. up. So, uh, I didn't talk about it last week, really. Um, the previous two episodes ago, I was like, DHL lost my shit and I'm annoyed. So, I've been fucked up all week about it, because DHL fucking blows goats, and so I just need to read to the people listening at home some of my interactions with DHL. So, uh, Nidhi, I apologize for doxing you directly as a employee (laughs) of DHL, but that's probably a fake name. Um... So I had just the worst exchanges with this person and they were super unhelpful. And I sent like a very scathing email being like, basically saying like, go fuck yourselves without swearing at them. And moments later, I got an email after my like, fuck you email where I very diplomatically explained like why DHL is a rat shit garbage piece of company, piece of company. I'm all like, I'm still pissed off. I can't even talk. Um, so anyways, moments after sending my email that was like, you guys are really unprofessional and suck at <laughs> delivering packages. I get one from a, a new person named Taylor. They hit me up. And Taylor oh. says, I just want to follow up on the shipment from Hobby Link Japan. Didn't you end up receiving the shipment? As per courier person who received shipment in error attempted to drop off the package, can you please confirm sorry for the inconvenience? That's all one sentence. Oh. So after that word salad, I'm like... Okay, I've been given the runaround from every person I've spoken to at DHL. Have you located my package? And if you have, how do I ensure that it's delivered? And then I posted my full address again. And then he responds moments later to say, Hi, Logan, we are unable to locate the shipment. I have informed a customer service team to start loss claim, avoid further delay. And I was like, can you please (laughs) explain what a loss claim is and how does it avoid further delay? To which they didn't respond. Um, so that's what I've been dealing with is just word salad from from DHL. Uh, but now I'm Fuck. talking to Hobby Link Japan, and they just emailed me back to be like, "Hi, um, we're sorry about your shit. Let's figure this out." Um, <laughs> my final email to to Nidhi was. Uh, thank you for the update. Do you have any documentation to forward me um, regarding this matter? Or is a screenshot sufficient to show that you did indeed lose my package when I'm filing this claim? So I don't think they'll respond. So I think I'll just screen cap the one where they said that they fucked up um, and send that over. Uh, 
But, uh, yeah, man, it sucks. It sucks to have to send, like, to have to receive, like, an email every day reminding you that they fucked up. That was really annoying for me. Um, yeah. And it sucks. It's I just... Oh, sorry? No, it's just, it's so weird how, like, it just fucked up this bad. Like... Yeah, it, my package got delivered to the wrong city. I don't know if the people at home know this, but my tracking information ends in Vancouver somewhere. And it doesn't mm. indicate that the package ever made it to Victoria, which is where it should be. Um, so that's not good. And I'm I'm yeah. really annoyed. Like, hopefully it's painless and Hobby Link, like, I don't feel so bad. Like, if it was a small seller and we were having this issue, I'd feel like shit for having to, like, be compensated out of pocket from someone. Because it's really not anyone's fault but DHL. But I guess this is why you get insurance. Yeah. But Hobby Link's a big company, so hopefully they're just able to eat this and and refund me um mm. but the only thing that sucks is i did pay 50 bucks duty to the canadian government and that money's yeah. just gone like the government doesn't care that my package never showed up like i was paying mm-hmm. for it to enter the country so that kind of sucks but hopefully this has a conclusion that only cost me 50 bucks and doesn't cost me 300 bucks because right now that's how much i'm out yeah um, all of this could be avoided if, uh, regular-ass shipping was available from Japan. Yeah, Japan Post has never lost anything. Yeah. Yeah, I've yet to have any issues with them either, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, sorry I talked really fast and said piece of fuck company or whatever word salad I was using. Well, they are kind of a piece of fuck company. <laughs> yeah, they, they suck, and I don't like them. And... I'm probably going to play, like, if I get a refund from Hobby Link, I'm probably going to place the exact same order again, but I'll pay, yeah. I'll pay the extra $15 to have FedEx ship it this time, because, like, I don't want to deal with DHL anymore. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah. Fucking yikes. Yeah, it was, it's been a bit of a nightmare, but hopefully it's painless with the, with, now that I'm talking to Hobby Link, because, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully FedEx doesn't lose it either, because <laughs> FedEx is all, it's like, they're shitty in a different way. Right. Yeah, I just, like, I hate that, like, how much word salad got thrown at me from DHL, and I really think they were just trying to waste my time so my claim window expired. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Because, like, after 30 days, um, after 30 days, like, there's nothing you can do. It's done. Yeah, it just expires. Man, I totally understand Benny's point of view now in New Vegas when it comes to the courier. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nidhi. The game was rigged from the start. <laughs> yeah. Delivering a fucking... Well, careful. You might get murder fucked then. <laughs> <laughs> delivering, uh, delivering a bullet through the head of a DHL representative? It's a bit extreme. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I started dead money. Don't do it. I did. Uh, I go back to a previous save file. <laughs> so should we, should we, wow, this is going to be a long episode. It will be. Let's answer some questions and maybe, nope, let's uh, do wow first. Those are the questions we're going to answer. The ones that we ask them. That's what I meant by all this. Speaking of word salad. Me. I'm the salad now. <laughs> I'm the salad daddy. It's called Wow. Oh my God. 
It's called, it's called wow. 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 We asked you. Okay, that that's the intro. It's just wow. All right, our <laughs> wow from last week was what is your expertise? I just threw my star scrack and caught it like a cool guy. Oh, his gun went shooting off. Um. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. This toy's no good anymore. Fuck. God damn it. Uh, what is your expertise? Ah. Is the question. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, NAFTA starts us off with digital coloring, but I haven't posted or worked on anything in a long time. Uh, and refused new noise for new noise by the refused for last week's wow. Uh, yeah, you used to do um, you used to post them quite a bit on Discord. You should probably do that again. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, do some more. Want to see it? Doing some digital coloring, some filling in some line drawings, making them complete. Hell yeah! It's a good. Uh, it's a good expertise. Sam the Mop, bad animation. Oh. Hey, the only thing that divides a bad animation from a good animation is practice, and I believe in you, Sam. I I really do. Um, so good mm-hmm. luck with your animation yeah, keep, career. Keep at it, man. That's uh, it's good Sam's, stuff. And I mean, it's not bad. It's just a different aesthetic. Sam slaps. He's a good man. And uh, I've, yeah. I've seen bits and pieces and screenshots of his work. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I, th- I think you're selling yourself short there, Sam. So mm. chin up, animating hand up. I don't know what that means. Tony, read the next one, please. Save me. I'm drowning. That's uh. all right we've got black jelly bean nope 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 nope. nope. i fucked up too vlad bad making color marker drawings of toys and secretly printing zines of them oh fuck yeah you're using the work printer to make your zines i used to do that good i still do i don't make zines but i use the work printer for everything that's awesome i've i Hell yeah, dude. I should send Vlad my zines. It seems only fair because he sent me yeah. his. Uh, do I even have any copies I of them? Think... They're fucking weird. Um, yeah, I remember getting them and being like, I can't talk to this guy ever again. <laughs> that's not true. Um, I'm just kidding. We became best friends cool. after that. So um, I made one called Tiffany, which is about being yep. in love with the 80s singer Tiffany, who did I Think We're Alone Now. Um, mm-hmm. and then the other one I made was called selfies and it was like selfies of ladies in, in the buff, but I like did art over top of them. Um, I think that one's gone forever, which is probably a good thing. Cause <laughs> like looking back on it, I'm like, that's like, I know where like my artistic mind was going, but like my grown up, like 30 year old mind is like, that's fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> Tiffany rocked. That one was cool. If I find a copy, yeah, that that was the one that I I grabbed. Yeah, um, I grabbed that and like Power Ranger coins, yeah. and I was like, that's the last I'll see of this guy. Boy, were you wrong? <laughs> so wrong in the best ways possible. Black Jelly Bean Man. I guess you can say I'm kind of a jack of all trades. If we're saying professional expertise, it's in web press printing. Fun fact. If you own a copy of Halo 3, I printed that game manual. That's cool. Holy shit. That's Uh, really cool. I did own a copy of Halo 3, and I bought it shortly after Christmas because I was like, fuck, Mm -hmm. I didn't get Halo 3 for Christmas. And then, like, four months later, my mom was like, here's Halo 3. 
I bought it for you for Christmas and forgot to give it to you. And it was just like somewhere in her closet or whatever. Um, oh no, you got two Halo 3s. Yeah. Um, one one was the Steelbook Collector's Edition too. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, I recently bought another copy of Halo 3. Oh yeah? Yeah, so this is very... Very accurate for me. I'm gonna give give him a Tony seal of approval. I'm gonna give for him a uh, Masato drinking emoji. Nice, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, let's. That's good that's stuff. That's cool. So Holy professional that, expertise is in web press printing. See, I'm ignorant and I don't know what web press printing is. Maybe it's it's Same. maybe it's the act of printing manuals for video games, but you solicit companies through the web, making it a web press printing. Maybe. Operation. Tell us more later <laughs> again about it. Now we're gonna do Control C, Control V, and I'm gonna find out what <laughs> web press printing is. I like. What it. is web press printing? Oh. It's like legitimately paper that unrolls exactly from a, from a web into a printing press. So it's literally oh. printing video game manuals. Oh, nice, cool, that's fucking dope. That, that's rad. <laughs> You're a newsman. Uh, Incel Rorschach running. That's a with the uh, that's, emoji. That's a good expertise, Noah. Um, being able to go fast—that's a thing that. Tell us how to how to run. I've never been good at it. I never will be good at <laughs> Noah it. Noah was really excited about these um, <laughs> these sandals that are designed for running oh, no. in. No. I know. I know you hate the human foot, but that's not. I hate both those things. Sandals. <laughs> Running and, sand and sandals. sandals. So he, he was really excited about them, and he kept sending me videos of them, and I had to be like, Noah, I get that you're excited, but I don't I don't care about running sandals. Stop sending me feet pics. <laughs> feet are gross. Uh, Uncle Jason, See? Uh. I'm going to echo Sam and say bad animation slash graphics slash design slash 3D sculpting. I mean, Hell I'm going to yeah, say the same thing I said before. If the only difference between bad animation and good animation is practice and time. So keep going. I believe in you and you will make Hell yeah. good stuff. And don't sell yourself short because, like, what is bad, you know? Fucking. Exactly. Bad animation. It's a... Fucking. It's animation's animation. As long as you're making things move and having a good time, who gives who gives a fuck? And, like, look at YouTube. There's tons of air quotes bad animation that's like crazy popular like like synopsis at that's a, i don't even know what the fuck that is but it sounds it's that's the simpsons backwards and it's a nightmare uh and no one should watch it when they're high all right tony what's your expertise it's a subtle hint right there uh do i even have one i guess Diaclone. I, I um, think your ex expertise oh. is <laughs> not being able to answer the wow. We yeah, get to the I'm end of wow each week and Tony's like, I don't Okay, I do have a very specific one. Um, and this, like, it's a very weird specific talent that I have. Um, 
But, like, remember when Lego was doing... I don't know, they still do them, but, like, no one fucks with Lego anymore. But the Lego minifigure blind bags... Your ability to feel which one's which? Yeah. I, I've never gotten it wrong. Whoa. Yeah. And, like, to the point where, like, friends would be like, can you double check this one to make sure it's this? I'm like, nope, that's the wrong one. It's this one instead. I've got a really good, um, uh, uh, like, uh, like the way I might, I can visualize what something is based on its feel, like, really well. Mm. Um, which is weird because it, it feels like that's something everyone does. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's. Apparently not as common as I thought it was. So, that's my weird expertise. That and, like, random toy knowledge that no one wants to hear about. Uh, especially when they're, you know, in public. No, I mean... What's yours? Yeah, I feel like random toy knowledge is probably both of our expertise. And probably everyone listening's expertise as well. Is like yeah, yeah, one, so it doesn't really One count. specific toy thing that they know a lot about. Um, honestly, I think my expertise is cooking. I'm a really fucking good cook. And I didn't, I didn't really realize it until um, I made a meal that I had to throw away. Mm-hmm. because it fucked me up because I'm like, I never like, I'm so like, I didn't realize I was an amazing cook until I failed that hard and then had to like throw food in oh. the compost. Cause it was like inedible. Cause I fucked it up that bad. And it like, it ruined my right. week that week and I was all messed up about it. And then it turns out I'm just really fucking good at cooking, but not in like, not in a clinical red seal chef, like, measurements and and like perfecting a recipe kind of way like if you give me like 20 random things i can make something amazing with it yeah yeah with like the practical your practical like a food wizard like i can conjure i can conjure a meal um oh fuck and and i didn't i didn't ever really think that until that that fateful day when i fucked up so bad so yeah, when when the when the potion didn't work yeah. the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Huh, that's that's a good one. That's actually useful in like fucking everything I said. Well, I mean, fondling bags to figure out what's in them is pretty cool too, though. I guess. <laughs> All right, our wow for next week: best toy playset. You know, like the weird, like seventies mail away Star Wars cardboard things, or like. I guess all Mighty Max toys were play sets, but, you know, toys that fold open and become a thing or are a stage for one to play. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mm-hmm. the wild, baby. All right, uh, questions? Let's answer some. Ba-da-ba-ba. Questions from the Discord. Uh, Vladimir the Badamir. If you guys had to assign names to each of the Ultraman Kaiju Pepper ordered, like, Zubato for Alien Icarus, what would the names be? Well, didn't we already do Cummer? Um, yeah, I guess, this is also Salt in the Wound. I'm never gonna get those toys. Yeah, um, ouch, so yeah. So there was, there was Kumir, which was Cummer, and then there was King Pandon. Um, yeah, 
which I think was just actually named King Pandon. Yeah, King Pandon's the real name for it. So we already gave Coomer Cummer, so we need to come up with a name for yeah. King Pandon. Well, he's like a chicken, he is right? Like, he's a red chicken, and I hate that my brain just thought King Tampon. <laughs> I don't... Wow, there it is, King Tampon. Uh, yeah, King Tampon. Yeah. All right. easy done Uncle Jason (laughs) Japanese curry or ramen holy shit I feel like we almost kind of sort of answered this one earlier too yeah you know what this is a tough one but I think like just how much ramen I eat I might have to go for ramen uh no question ramen for me like Japanese curry is amazing Japanese curry but like ramen is also just the best I just, I have to, I kind of want to get ramen this week now. Same, but I'm not allowed to, to if I want to keep losing weight. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'll keep gaining weight for the two of us then. <laughs> Incel Rorschach, also known as Noah, you are a caveman. Your rock just snapped in half to a usable size. You have one very used and short stick, one slab of meat, and four big leaves. You hear... A small dinosuchus coming up to your cave. There's a heavy rain outside. Do you run from the coming horde of beast and risk running into enemy territory, territory to be eviscerated by fellow skin sacks, or fight the dinosaurs? Uh, the dinosuchus is basically like a giant alligator, so I don't know about how small he means, because they're like 8 to 12 meters long, according to Google. Yeah. Um... I like that he's set up this scenario for us. I like that he's given us an inventory, like an inventory in Mm. this scenario. And I think I, um, I try to distract the Dinosuchus with the meat and try to escape in the rain with my, with my stick and rock. Hmm. I also think huh yeah and like i'll i'll risk running into enemy territory because uh i'm very much a diplomat and i figure like i could talk my way out of that you could camouflage with the four big leaves as well uh yeah i don't know i mean like have i fought in any dinosuchuses before like is this a am i afraid of it it's a giant alligator. I feel like he would be. Yeah, I, I, pro- yeah, I don't think I'd fuck with that. I'd probably, I'd probably try to like, I wrap up as much as I can in one leaf and like hard bounce. I don't live there anymore. Right. I almost moved because a wasp got into the house. Like I am. Um, I'd rather get into a knife fight with other cavemen <laughs> than deal with than Sam the Mop. Do you have a daily planner? Hard no. I used to do the Hobonichi notebooks. Um, the fuck is that? Hobonichi is a daily planner. It's a Japanese thing. Um, I did oh, them for fuck. probably three years, and then the demic happened, um, and then I didn't get one this year, and I would like to get one for next year, but as much as the pandemic has been nice to have free time to think about one's... Um, thoughts feelings plans and goals uh it very much turned me into a person who no longer wears a wristwatch and who doesn't have a daily Mm -hmm. planner and i think i need to correct that because um keeping on task is good so i'm gonna try and get a hobonichi for next year cool uh i've never been into like 
even in school when it was like, here's your agenda, it was like, why are you wasting paper on me? Not about, like, the most I'll do is I'll be like, oh, I got a haircut in two months. Better put that in my phone's calendar. Right, right. Like that. Like, that's all I do. Maybe, like, certain events I'll do, but, like, I don't know, planning up my whole last day, that, I don't know, it kind of gets me real the, soft. You know <laughs> the I mean. planner thing was good when I was doing YouTube. It was very helpful. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. other than that, no, it's not, it's not something I've done for the past couple years, but it's something I'd like to get back into. And... One yeah. thing I did do in my notebook that I think is, like, kind of a good thing is I would just, like, pick a random page and write, like, you should message so-and-so and just, like, like drop a friend in there at random, which uh-huh. was kind of good because, like, I'm really bad at communicating. I'm really bad. Oh, I'm so bad with birthdays. Like, I, like, my stepdad, like, texted me, it's your mom's birthday today, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm so awful with birthdays. <laughs> so that was helpful for that, too. But, yeah. Anyways. Uh, that's the only reason why I still have Facebook. Yeah, deleting Facebook was the birthday slayer birthdays. for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Uncle Jason, how are the turnips faring? Oh, I feel like we're retreading some ground again We've, with our curry conversation, our turnip conversation. But, uh... Um... I finished two units of fodder, but I think we just mentioned that, didn't we? Or did we talk about that before we the podcast? We talked about that before the podcast. Uh, okay, so I made my first unit of fodder, and then with like extra bits from the Vitrix and Perry sets, I accidentally started making a second army. Fuck yeah. Um, like a different faction. My so, turnips uh, yeah. are faring fairly well, in that my whole army is primed, except for my mounted units that I'm still building. Um... So I have a full unit of spear guys, a full unit of gun guys, my toffs, my toadies, um, and they're all primed. And then I have one spearman who's almost done. Um, I was doing like a, a base model for my batch painting. So I'm still mm-hmm. working out the details on him, but he he needs a little bit of work still before I figure out the paint scheme. So I'm fully primed and I need to start painting is how my turnips are faring. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I still need to prime as well and paint and do some gap filling <laughs> and make more guys. I just need to do everything yeah. still. I need to buy some shelves uh, so I have a place to fucking put them. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. I did buy that paint rack for all my Vallejos. Nice, that's nice. cool. I should buy a second paint rack for all the other paint bots that aren't the size of Vallejos, though. That's annoying. Uh, Cage... Uh, do y'all know any other languages? Can you say my name is in this other language? Uh, what do you speak? Miami Logan. I think that's Miami Logan. Uh, that's Spanish. It sure is. Uh, um, just like Bruce Willis in The Fifth Element, I only speak two languages: English and Bad English. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I used to know a bit of German and a bit of conversational Mandarin. Yeah, I can say, of course, uh, of course, I have a, a, tr- a model train set. I can say that in German. Um, mm-hmm. And I can say, uh, I think it's, I'm sorry, I don't speak English. I can say that in Ukrainian. Um, okay. So the train set one is Club Vishna Eisenbahn Plata. 
um, which is, of course, I have a model train set. And then... That's very specific. I yeah, like it. And then, yeah, uh, I'm sorry I only... Or I don't speak English in um, Ukrainian is... Yapunimayo uh, pa englishia. Uh, nice, we, nice. I was saying it like the guy on the tape. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then that's it. I, I really wish I did speak another language because um, going to school here in Canada, they make you learn French. And then at grade yeah. 10, they're like, all right, you can fucking pretend. You stop pretending like you give a shit and you can drop French now. And like literally everyone does that. So... No, it's super weird. I was never enforced to learn French past, like, grade 7. Oh, wow. Lucky you. Uh, I think it was also because, like, I was so bad at it that they essentially they were just you, like, I'm passing you so I don't have to deal the with you again. Class? <laughs> like he's, they kind of... Okay. <laughs> I'm just from Canada, eh? Yeah. The <laughs> French thing kind of sucks because, like... They, they hold your hand and they force you to finish it and they force you to go through it. And like, mm-hmm. and when you're younger, it's like you don't have any context and you don't really realize how fucking cool it would be to be able to speak French, like to speak another language. And yeah. So it makes you just resent it. Makes you it makes you resent it. And I was in the unlucky position where every single French teacher I had was a fucking asshole. So... Yeah, they all did kind of suck in their own unique ways, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's bullshit. I, w- I wish I took um, a different language, and I wish I whatever different language I took in school, I took seriously. That's what I wish. Yeah, I, fuck, I kind of wish I, like, kept up with Mandarin, though, just because, like... Because one, one day like, we'll I was all doing... be <laughs> part of the, the Chinese <laughs> Communist Party, and you're going to have to speak it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, like, it was handy when I was, like, living in Taiwan. Um, and then, like, coming back here, I almost kind of, like, got embarrassed. Because, like, I had a hard time with, like, third tone. Mm. And, like, there's a lot of words that use third tone. And, like, it's, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of got really shy and embarrassed. And then I forgot everything. So, yeah. Uh, Uncle Jason, do you listen to or watch anything specific when you're making your turnips slash other models to get you in the right mood slash mindset? Um, I was listening to Montero, actually, Mm -hmm. when (laughs) I was doing my turnips last night, the night before. Yeah, Yeah, I think that got me in the mood to do something else. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, when I was doing... more warhammer stuff i would listen to warhammer audiobooks like that's the ultimate thing to paint warhammer oh well yeah to listen to while you're painting warhammer um and i'm listening to the stand on audiobooks still i don't know if i mentioned that previously um because i i really loved the book um and I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm going to revisit The Stand. And then the version of the audiobook of The Stand that I got is actually the, like, director's cut of The Stand or, like, the author's oh. edit of The Stand where, like, Stephen King does the, like, a little intro where he's like, I fucking, I made this book that's, like, 2,000 pages into a book that's, like, almost 3,000 pages. Fucking have fun, motherfuckers. 
Um, so it's the same book I've already read, but with more backstory and context. So I've been listening to that. Cool. I might have overquoted how many pages are in it, but it's much longer. Um, while yeah, it's like two thousand. I'm pages. getting off off track here. So maybe a bit of that, <laughs> but like uh, for turnips, I don't know if I have anything turnip specific that I've been listening to. But I often throw on like like podcasts or. Um, yeah, most mostly podcasts. Yeah. I'll just have on in the background. Sometimes I'll try and watch a show, but like watching something while painting is harder than listening while painting. So. Yeah, um, lo-fi hip hop beats to study slash relax to, <laughs> is always kind of good for like just any general crafting and hobby. Yeah. Though, like like I'm I'm being for real as well. Like, kind of kind of works. Black Jelly Bean Man. Uh, what's y'all's thought on Star Wars Legions? Is Star Wars Legions. Uh, counteract, what is Star yeah, Wars Legions? Yeah, is Star Wars Legions the... Oh, it's the minigame, like, uh, Warhammer-ish thing. Mm. Um, yeah, I have no strong opinion one way or the other. I've never played it, never... Is it the ships one or is it uh, the... It's the troops on the ground one, I believe. But also it might have like different phases. Like I'm not sure exactly. Um, and I, I'm, this yeah. might be a misstep, but it might be one where you fight a space battle and then also fight a ground battle once the space battle concludes. concludes. But I'm not sure. Um, mm. Yeah, it, I mean, it looks cool. The models I've seen so far are rad. I think for me personally... Um, I would be more inclined to play something like a Star Wars, like, role-playing game, like a Star Wars D&D clone, um, mm -hmm. than I would be to play, like, a wargaming Star Wars game. Because for me, like, the Star Wars battles are fun, but I'm more interested in, like, the interpersonal stuff between characters in the Star Wars universe than I am with, like, how many clones fought how many this on this planet thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't communicate that all that well, but I think you know what I'm saying. I I get the the gist of it. Yeah, I remember seeing the minis for it and being like, "Oh, that's cool." I remember Dark Troopers, and then like, yeah. it's cool, yeah. but uh, I'm not inclined uh, to like hop on it and play it anytime soon. Yeah, if you're a big player of it, that's really rad. I actually wouldn't mind learning a bit more about it. Yeah, and like, if I were to play like a D&D &D type thing in the Star Wars universe, like, fuck yeah to those models. Mm. Yeah, totally. That'd be, that'd be kind of fun, actually. Uncle Jason, what's the hot new thang selling in the toy store, Pepper? Uh, so, for those of you who have missed a few episodes, I'm now working at uh, a toy shop. And we deal in used toys, well-loved, vintage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So our toy selection is at the behest of the collections that come in and the things that we tidy up and put on the shelf. Uh, and I hate to say it, the hot new thing that's selling in the toy store is fucking Funko Pops, baby. Um, uh yeah classic. like we don't bring in we don't bring in new stock so it's not like we're ordering boxes of funko pops but um pops do come in and depending on what they are we we purchase them tidy them up and sell them um mm. so people bring in don't you guys bring in like hot toys and sideshow things or is that like special uh, yes that too that is the only the new product that we do bring in so we bring in stuff from sideshow from 3a from or sorry, three zero. Um, 
hot toys, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, did you lose your headphones? You, you're bad? You're good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I had an itch in my ear and I had to scratch uh, it. Yeah, so we bring in hot toys and sideshow, mostly to order, like stuff that people want, we'll bring in. Um, but then there's some stuff that's like always kind of good, like stuff that people just kind of want, like um, the mm-hmm. three zero snake eyes is a oh, fucking yeah. amazing toy. So like the shop owner brought one in for himself and then brought one in just because and we sold it the day it came in because it's like it's oh, just fuck, yeah. it's such a good toy and the price point's so good on it. Um but yeah, the so the hot new thing selling in the toy store is fucking Funko Pops. Does it make me sad? Yeah. Uh I think Funko Pops are just like <laughs> the worst piece of shit toy that ever existed, but if it's a gateway to people becoming real legitimate toy collectors that's cool um if it makes someone happy that's cool but if i walked into somebody's house and they had like an entire wall of of funko pops i would leave that's yeah i get that i mean i don't know if i'd leave it'd be like oh oh i sold a really fucking cool um cool old uh Japanese robot set the other day though. This isn't the hot new thing that's selling in the store. This is just the oh. coolest and really expensive thing that I sold that I was really proud of. Um it was something called God Mars. Oh shit, no way you sold, I sold that. I sold the God Mars. Oh man, I was looking at that <laughs> quite a bit. So, it was it's it's pricey though. It's the it's the original like Chogokan yeah. one too. No, not Chogokan. It's like, yeah, the the vintage vintage ass, ass um, metal and diecast and and plastic and yeah. lots of cool stickers and just a cool fucking robot made out of littler robots kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Hell yeah, I almost got the the Chogokan one That's of that. Cool. That was like one of my like I'm gonna get this one day type of robots, and then I didn't. All right, Black Jelly Bean Man is gonna end it with. Best burger toppings? Question mark. Ooh, clearly not raw. <laughs> not for you, anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I really like just a regular ass bacon and cheeseburger. Yeah, that's fair. With like relish, ketchup, tomato, maybe barbecue sauce. If mm. you're gonna do like, yeah, yeah, pickles. I actually like pickles on. Burgers. Um, uh, or sautéed mushrooms and Swiss cheese. Ooh, uh, yeah, I, I'm i not very particular. Like, if I were to order a burger at a restaurant, I'm not the guy who would mm-hmm. be like, ooh, I don't want this, I don't want that, but add this, but add that. Um, I would be just like, I want this burger, and then if there's an option to add cheese, I'll be like, add some cheese on that. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah. like, in, the, in a simple... Um, in a simple world, for a simple man, a slice of cheese on a burger is probably the ultimate topping. Um, That's but fair. yeah, mushrooms, yeah. bacon, cheese, those are all things I enjoy on burgers. So. Huh, I yeah. get that. Apparently ketchup's not a traditional uh, burger topping. I don't think there's anything authentic or traditional about the world we live in anymore. That's... Not what I was expecting you to say, but uh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, 
So I've been watching uh, this one guy who's who's a burger scholar. He's like a burger historian for like all of the 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 regional burgers in America, and he's he's like a weird dude, but like like an entertaining mm-hmm. weird dude, like someone's fun dad. Um, and it's kind of made me want to like try a bunch of burgers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Check out Burger Historian on uh, on YouTube. I think he's like on the same channel as like the guys that do the hot wings that they force celebrities oh, to eat. Oh yeah, that show that was really interesting until it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, but they got a burger one that's oh, still nice. interesting because the guy is chaotic. So. Uh, well, thanks everyone for sticking around for this incredibly long episode. Um. Thank you for being part of the wow. Thank you for asking us questions and thank you for answering questions. Yeah. Um thanks. We're we're at an hour and a half Everybody. here. And the only, <laughs> I don't want to name the episode King Tampon. I just I don't <laughs> I don't want to name the episode that. Well, what else is there to name it? I feel it? like I like and this is now I'm having a little bit of an existential crisis cuz I'm like we've been we've been talking for one and a half hours and yeah. was King Tampon the only funny thing that I said? Um yeah. Yeah, I think we were just a bit too serious this episode. Yeah, I was talking a lot of shit about so this is this was the serious episode. This is the serious, the serious episode. episode. It's the serious episode. That's the. Uh, but to those who know, it's totally called King Tampon. <laughs> if you made it this far into the episode, the true name of this episode. If you say the name three times, is... this episode will play on your bathroom mirror. <laughs> the true name is King Tampon. <laughs> Doing Bloody Mary in the bathroom, just saying, like, King Tampon. King Tampon. Tampon. King, King Tampon. Tampon. King Tampon. And a Tampon. fucking blood-soaked two-headed chicken comes smashing through your mirror to murder you. Uh, I guess, I guess, yeah, the serious episode. <laughs> it's the title. Uh, all right, Tony, was there anything you want to say to the people? Uh, yeah, rate and review on iTunes. Share us, follow us on Spotify. Uh, hang out on our Discord. Thank you for listening. You guys are great. All right. I'm condensing it. I'm making it shorter right. now. And remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. Have a good bye. No, I was going to be like, how can you make like a ra- like a burger ramen? But then I realized that I've, that's, ew, I think ew, it's technically stop, a war stop. crime. Stop. Stop.